0: Welcome, welcome everyone to the House of Lore with your host, Artemis Lore. It is very nice to meet you all. I have been into spirituality my whole life, but recently in the past three years, I have gone deeper into ...into the understanding of witchcraft and spirituality. I started off as a baptized, saved Christian... ...and I became a part of SGI USA Nichiren Buddhism practices for the past eight years. But in 2019, I started another spiritual journey as a solitary Wiccan. I started becoming more aware of healing practices and abilities, including oracle card readings, connecting with spirit guides, and remote viewing. I am a spiritual podcaster and a speaker for the collective consciousness. And again, welcome to the House of Lore. Here in Episode 1, the focus will be on How to tap into spirit and how to stay connected to the divine. I think this is important because on my spiritual journey, I found out that a simple prayer or ask and you shall receive is definitely something that assists me through my life. It can be as simple as asking my spirit guides a question to get the answers that I need. For example... Spirit Guides, can you please assist me or help give me guidance through my life? Or, if I need protection, I can say something like, Spirit Guides, can you please help protect me from any harm or negativity that may try to come to me? Blessed be, amen, or let it be so. You may be saying, can it really be that simple? Well, yes it can. Usually, our spirit guides and our ancestors, our protectors, and watchers will only intercede in our lives if we give them permission. So what about staying connected to the divine? What is the divine? There are many ways of viewing the divine. In fact, there are a lot of viewpoints On the relationship between human beings and the divine realm. Some believe that deities are specific, whole entities, each with their own personality. Others see deities as archetypes, representations of the divine spirit. Some believe deities to be spirits of ancestors, saints, or elemental entities as well. However, Most agree that entities are not separate from us in the world we live in, that they are actually a part of this whole system. Everybody is different. Not all believe in a one single God or even a multitude of distinct gods, as with polytheistic and pantheistic researches and studies and practices meaning that we can see the divine in all things that we commune with, or the all. But then what about the self-divine? Within the modern tradition, we believe in the self-divine. Well, some of us do. If all things are connected to a greater divine, the spirit or force that binds us is a part of all things, including ourselves. So before we go any further, let's take a weekly reminder break. This week's weekly reminder is Rebirth Yourself. Whether you want to anchor yourself in the present moment for 5 to 30 minutes or customize this time to your own liking, you will quickly find out that mindful self-care and quality alone time can do magic for your renewal. When we are overwhelmed with the daily grind or distracted, rushed and depleted, a few minutes of peace can make a world of a difference. Let's get back into the show where we are going to talk about the human spirit or soul, which has several parts that speaks to this connection. This is our awakening self who is in command most of the time, the mundane, everyday self. There is a subconscious who is always talking just below our mundane self. The subconscious acts as a go-between, whispering in our dreams the knowledge of the self divine. So the question is, what do you believe in? Does it have to be a god or spirits or anything like that? No, it does not. A lot of people use their own abilities to guide them through their lives. And again, everyone is different. In witchcraft and spirituality, one has the choice of choosing to connect with outside entities other than themselves. But eventually, you may start to notice that it is all you. You are one within yourself, all of the things you want you can manifest entities as well this could be a good thing or a bad thing depending on what's going on in your life the best thing to do usually is to just think positively about everything that you want and that can be hard to do in this particular earthly realm in this realm we have many things that can make up our lives and our environment and we may even have some past healing that we need to do or get through, whether it's relationships or jobs or having money, being happy and just having all love and light in our lives. Some people believe that this can be hard to do. It can be challenging. It has been challenging for me at times. What about you? What I like to do is if I am ever feeling lost or Or if I'm ever feeling lonely and if I can become aware of the things that are going on in my life, this can be the first step. The next step is starting to plan. Even if it's a small plan, maybe it's something that I don't want to do anymore, like a bad habit or a particular way that I talk about myself and others. This can be a start learning how to get through all of this and also past experiences can be very, very helpful to be able to connect with the divine more, even if you don't pray. But once again, like I said, everybody does not believe in this divine higher thinking. It can be as simple as you want to maybe have a very good job. Do you always have to reach out to the divine? No, you can do it all yourself. Actually, it's as simple as putting in some job applications and really getting your foot in the door. This can be a simple manifestation. You wake up in the morning, you know what you have to do for the day, and you go out and do it. If you are homebound, you look for ways that you can make money or bring in finances. If it is love, you can ask the divine and connect with your spirit guides to help you accomplish that even more. But again, you don't have to if you don't believe. You could just possibly be changing your behavior of how you approach love and maybe not to expect so much. But using the universal law can help. Attracting what you want in your life, this can be another simple manifestation. Well I hope you guys are enjoying the show. You can always reach me at Artemis4lore at gmail.com. That is Artemis the number four L-O-R-E At gmail.com Let's get into the second part of our Episode 1 How to connect with our spirit guides And the divine A quick reminder for the month of May 2022 We have a rare planetary conjunction A total lunar eclipse The flower blood moon And Mercury in retrograde This reminds us to do our shadow work. Let go and heal. Be our total true selves in this age of Aquarius. We are in the fifth dimension as of now. We no longer have to pretend or hide who we truly are. Heal those past wounds and move forward. You may be wondering now, How do I find my spirit guide? The cool thing is here, you don't need to have any special powers or possess any other spiritual skills in order to find your spirit guides. It's just about relaxing your conscious mind and getting out of your own way so the connection can happen. So there are some techniques that I like to use. You don't always need to use these techniques. I may start by setting my spiritual scene, either by lighting a candle, saying a prayer, surrounding myself with crystals, or performing some kind of sacred ritual. That will help me connect with the spiritual realm. Once I'm tapped in, I want to make sure that I protect myself from any negativity or any negative entities that may try to enter And I will affirm this by only calling on genuine guides of the highest realms for the benefits of all and asking any other spirits not to be present. I may also put in a request. Sometimes I do this by writing down a prayer or a wish on a piece of paper and burning it over my cauldron. But I can actually request that my boundaries be respected and that I'm only receiving love and support. That actually gives my spirit guides the green light to step in. Once that happens, my spirit guides can help me with anything, no matter how big or small. So what about requesting guidance from your spirit guides? Maybe you want to call on your soulmate. Maybe you need income or money, or maybe you need to get someone off of your back and you just don't know how. If you've made a request but aren't sure whether if spirit guides heard you loud and clear, ask for a sign as verification. Now, with this, I would say from experience, don't always expect a spirit to be standing close by. Sometimes you may be able to get a feeling or you may be able to see synchronicities in the next coming days. Pay attention to your surroundings and things that happen in your life. Sometimes things may happen instantly. That may be your sign. But really, how do we know for sure if we're connected with our spirit guides? It's recommended that you do not put pressure on yourself to have some sort of otherworldly experience when it comes to calling upon your spirit guides. Sometimes, we feel that if we don't see a vision appearing to us in our living room, or if we don't hear a booming voice speak to us, like in the movies, then somehow it doesn't count. And, of course, this is not true. In many cases, communication will just arrive as an internal knowing. If the guidance you receive doesn't automatically make sense, then it is usually a sign that is genuine. It will be what you don't expect, but later on it will make sense to you. Another way that may help you connect to your spirit guides is carving out time for your spirit guides. So just like learning how to tap into your intuition, connecting with your spirit guides takes practice what will make it easier to connect is to carve out regular time or soul time this is where you listen to the whispers of your soul's spirit spirit guides are like other relationships in your life the more you spend time with your spirit guides the deeper the connection will get the more easily you will recognize them when they are communicating with you ask your spirit guides their names So although you don't need to know the names of your spirit guides in order to connect with them and request their help, asking for their names can help you build a relationship with them. I like to do this by way of doing a pendulum reading. I have a specific pendulum board that has different letters on it, male on one side, female on the other side, and I allow my spirit guides to assist me in knowing their names. I would write the letters down and then I would have another pendulum board that I will use for a yes or no answer. This is how I will confirm that this is my spirit guide's name. This is a good way of connecting. So open up your heart and open up yourself to learning and finding the answers that you need in your life by way of your spirit guides. Meditation is another way of how you can reach your spirit guides, or even just get answers from the universe. Meditation has nearly infinite benefits for both our physical form and our emotional well-being. Meditation decreases the worry while it recharges our batteries, and it allows for higher consciousness that opens up our minds and allows us to detach from negative thoughts and makes us kinder and more empathic. Our mission is peace and love, and meditation contributes to peace and love and abundance. This is a good way of connecting with your spirit self or your higher self as well, creating a harmonious balance between the two. So you are tapping in to your inner wisdom and intuition and quieting the mind so that all of your channels of thoughts are open. And then you begin to meditate and breathe, creating a spiritual realm for yourself. You can do this using crystals, pillows, flowers, music, or a journal. Anything that brings you joy and calms you down. And it also allows energy healing to impart itself on those objects of areas that you chose. So, you want to watch your thoughts. As you meditate, allow all of your thoughts to be gazed upon. Don't judge or label them. Don't resist them. Allow them to flow and raise your vibrations and don't shrink them or achieve anything with them. As you meditate, consider them like data rather than attaching feelings or meaning to them. If you find that you are being bombarded with thoughts, get up, walk around your space for a few seconds, and then sit down in a new direction and begin again. Be very gentle with yourself during this time. Try not to be so hard on yourself. Clear your mind through meditation. Affirm what you want. You can actually take your journal or a special piece of paper and write a list of things that you want to manifest for yourself or a prayer to your spirit guides. And how do you want to feel? Start imagining in your mind the way that you want to feel. What will you see, hear, smell, or taste? Let your manifestations go. Reflect on your manifestations and celebrate your wins. Whether it is with your spirit guide, finally being able to connect and now knowing that you have been able to make that happen, or it could be different things in your life that are actually working for you right now. So what about rituals for peace? Rituals are the bridge to connect mind, body, and spirit, creating a deeper meaning and alignment with source energy. So when we radiate with this, then every day becomes extraordinary. So you may want to create or sacred space. Strong rituals created in a sacred space can actually help with your belief and in your intentions and help you focus on energy that can help heal you through this activation of mind, body, and spirit. So with all of that being said, we are now at the conclusion of our podcast. Hopefully this has helped someone. If you are a spiritual practitioner or if you are on your own spiritual journey, sometimes it is useful and helpful to have the tools and resources that you need to help you and guide you along your path. If you have any questions, you can reach me at www com. On this website, you will be able to call me directly or text me, and you can schedule one-on-one readings with me. You can also find metaphysical tools and supplies on my website, anything from handmade candles, sage bundles, and crystals. You can also sign up for classes, and you can also find me on Facebook at Artemis Oracle Cards. For further questions and concerns or comments, please email me at Artemis, the number four, L O R E, at gmail.com. Have a blessed week, everyone. Whoa!